Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Coffee and Crits. I'm your host, Aaron Washington, here with my co-host, Nick. Here, your boy. Yeah, so uh, we hope you're having a good time. I hope you're staying safe, and I hope you're enjoying your games, how you can get them, as uh, everyone's trying to figure out a way to game. Yeah. You can feel it getting a little bit more desperate out there. Like no, People is. are posting like, listen. I need to play. Any game will do. Is there anyone who's hosting? Yeah. I'm trying to roll some dice. So, uh, we are back in the DM resources. It was a post I saw that I, um, I thought was interesting for a few things. There's a lot to it, so I'm going to try to read this. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So, um, essentially, the situation is uh, that uh, they have a player um, who's very unhappy about the way they're DMing. Um, and there's also a DMPC, but it's already kind of like a minor thing. So there's not really a big deal with that. So she starts off, uh, I think her name was Alicia. I don't know. Uh, I didn't put the name. I, well, no, I purposely not try to use, I don't use. Yeah, don't use that. We'll call her Kim for now. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, God, and I was going to post on the thing like, oh, here's the video. And they're like, wow, you didn't even say my name. And then she didn't like, she's going to bash me on something. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> i really like your post so i'm using it don't hate me okay all right so uh these are her uh dm rules uh her first one is i'm a new dm if i make a call and you're an experienced player you don't like feel free to correct me or discuss it i am open to discussions but as long as discussion doesn't slow down the game that's that's pretty that pretty straightforward too fair uh if someone rolls a high check like a history perception or investigation etc and no one else does it I privately message the person with the high roll. It is their choice whether or not to give the party the info. I like that. Also fair. Uh, I love role play. Who doesn't? Yeah, baby. It's the heart of D&D, and uh, I will give inspiration for great RP moments and clever ways to use abilities, solve problems, etc. Also fantastic. Also, like, still batting 100 for me. Yep. Uh, I'm a very scheduled person. My game starts at 1 p.m. I do a mic check at 12.45 to figure out any issues over Discord. There are so many on discord yeah and if uh you told me you're gonna be there but you haven't shown up i wait for another 15 minutes and uh you know i, I don't want to wait for you yeah you know, tom holy crap really did we just say something about not pulling out first like yeah, first yeah, names yeah. come on okay he all right it's, it's all love yeah man love uh rule five fortune favors a bowl be brave be adventurous ask questions look in that corner perfectly fine yes like uh so far so good with me like i don't, I don't know yeah, it all sounds else. really good uh if you have an issue message me it can be about anything if you're going to be there that uh, not be there that week message me uh i need plans to think about because you know balancing cr uh first thing is <sighs> cr you know it's hard I it's get very it. hard yeah so when people leave it's difficult yeah yeah so, so that's a good that's a really good one the personal messaging is is very important to me. Yeah, it's just like communication. We yeah. I think we talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah, communication is important. Yes. So uh, now we're gonna get in a bit of the meat of the potatoes of the of the comment. Like I said, it's it's pretty lengthy. So either we'll stop at moments. So uh, I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit of this, if that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, go for it. All right. So essentially, she knows what her big bad evil guy is. She has him down pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows what information they need to lead him there. And she's still figuring out, like, the guts between the, the two spots. As we all do when uh, we yeah, know the big bad guy. Yeah. You know. Uh, she knows even how his minions work. And she knows information. Uh, 
But, you know, it looks like there's been a little bit of discrepancy on how to get them to there, you know? Yeah. So, like, the town is almost like a sandbox. But the, she's trying to get him back on the, the, the story. Essentially, that's what it is. I mean... Yeah. He said, I put up a job board with a ton of jobs and uh, also base my campaign off of the detailed backstories that allow them to deal with the issues in their backstories and make the campaign more emotional. Uh, that's awesome. Um, always. I yes. always support that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so uh, she explains that her campaign was originally co-DM'd and she ran essentially one shots for it after about only t- only two weeks. Wow. Two weeks and you're taking over DM. Good for you. Um God I was sent the other backstories, and apparently the other DM uh, pretty much was like, hey, only the only send less detail. So I was only able to use one of the campaign stories in my background, uh, pretty much based off his pains, which I addressed by telling everyone else to pretty much send me their other backstory so I can start putting it in. So far, I don't... Yeah, I don't, everything I don't, is great so far. So far, I don't see any any real problems in what you're doing. Keep, keep uh, do you, boo-boo. Yes. All right. Uh, so the part of this player's backstory, it had to deal with an assassin against the rest of his family. The assassin's guild would not allow to give them any information on the assignment unless they were actually an assassin. So the players took an assassination to prove themselves to the guild. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I intended it to be a morals case. Oh, no. The family had been oppressed for about six generations. They were once wealthy trading company. The job was to make sure they did not rise to power again. The family started doing underground work where they would make medicine and sell it to people uh, uh, that. Yeah, like. Yeah. With uh, They would sell the medicine and it doesn't work. Uh, or it only works half as good. Yeah, like, so, yeah. Freaking lost my ass in the middle of the thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Essentially. So, uh, so, do you support the family who's knowingly selling these drugs? Uh, or you follow the contact to save your own family. Uh, the thing is, uh, yes. when you want to put your players in moral conundrums, mm-hmm. sometimes as DMs we don't get that we don't get that back. It, no. just, it just happens. Yep. Oh, this is supposed to be a, a thing you're supposed to weigh on your conscience. Mm-mm, we're just gonna smash and burn this. Yep. Yep. I don't have a conscience. Let's see. <laughs> they just wanted to smash everything. <laughs> yep. There it is. First line uh, after that. Burn everything and loot what was valuable. It was the majority. They Hobos. smashed all the items. They didn't loot them and helped the family out of the city. Murder hole. Apparently, somewhere in there, the player was uncomfortable with all that. She expressed that uh, she expressed, but she expressed she wasn't. But in my rules, if you're legitimately uncomfortable with something, in pri- private message me so I can fix it. If you object in character, I'm going to think it's your character objection, not you, to the thing. That makes a hundred percent. Yeah, it sense. makes one hundred percent sense. Like. If I do something terrible and your character doesn't like it, I, I won't assume that's also you unless you let me know that's yeah. also you. Like, that's not on. 100% is not on, yeah. on you, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so, okay. So, apparently, at this point, they haven't done enough research on the big bad. Uh, they wanted to beeline to him. Uh, but the way I set it up was that you can't kill him until his generals are killed. Uh, that's perfectly fine, you know. That's what you do. That's how they get the levels, essentially. Yep. Um, she said her character spoke up about it, but I didn't want to TPK them. Okay, so someone wants to go, oh, we just have to kill this guy, but you're trying to, you know, you got to do that sometimes to stop your players from hurting themselves. So I changed it to a general that was disguised as the big bad. Good play. That's a very good play. Um, it showed the enemy's intelligence and the fact they were watching the party. 
So they got the info. They still aren't asking the right questions and proper info. So they're stuck in a town taking jobs. Okay, so this is like the first thing like we can address. Like sometimes you can boggle your your story down with too much extra too stuff. Too much that, content, yes. Right. Um, much like Skyrim, except that you can't go back and, and correct any mistakes. In Skyrim, I can just ignore the main quest for the entire game and then go beat it. Um, you really but, can't do that. In but the, yeah. you really can't yeah. do that in in a, in a, in a D&D game or a tabletop yeah. game. It's a lot harder. So um, um, what I would suggest is uh, if, if there are just too many jobs and you're like, oh, we'll just take care of this job next, uh, a good idea, um, which is one of the ones uh, we've used before, is put another adventuring group in there. Like have another adventuring group start taking some of those jobs off the board. You know, yeah. You know, like, oh, this town has that many problems that there are that many jobs to do. Um, as they go back, they realize, like, wow, only like f- two of the three of the jobs are left. Yep. What's going on? Oh, this new group showed up, and oh, you know, and they started doing the quest. If you need to, they kind of start focusing more. And if they keep just going right back to the job instead of working on the story. That'd be, that may be a way to help mitigate uh, that without just so, saying they disappear. Something else that they could try um, is having those, you know, uh, job board quests inadvertently lead to the main story where they find clues during those jobs. Oh, yeah. That's and it g- turns out the generals have their hands in different things. Yeah. But they're so good at hiding it that it looks like it's like, oh, it's just a goblin infestation. We'll go take care of that. In reality, it's one of the generals trying to you know, make the goblins stronger and take control of the goblins. Right. So he'd have his own like, or Yeah. Or, or maybe, you know, with orcs or something, and yeah. the orcs are competing for rule, but now one of these generals are backing one. Yeah. Maybe he's in half orc. So yeah. he's manipulating it so, so he can have his own army. And there you go. Another clue gets dropped and now you know, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, because so sometimes it, players won't. Sometimes a sandbox is not the best answer. Um, yeah, Sandboxing is cool, but if you if you make it too much of an open world, this can happen. Uh, in Mike's game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we super... uh, we were we 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 left the main story a while ago, but he was able to bring it back. Yeah, um, but that comes with experience too. Yeah, um, and like I would even like we like I think uh, me and Kelly we didn't even call it railroading. We called it like uh, just storyline, like a story driven game. Yeah. Because railroad also has like a terrible. Yeah, you don't want a railroad. You want to find a healthy balance between the two. Yeah. So like, it, sometimes you need to 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 switch from the box to the narrative, mm-hmm. just to kind of help them along. And ways like that are definitely what you can do. Yeah. So uh, here we go on. Uh, let's see <clears throat> what's up. So three men. Uh, the three men. Uh, two of them were women in the party. Uh, took a nudist job. Of course they did. Uh, I've been trying to get them to do this ship job, which the ship was hired as a guard in circumstances and messed and messed things up. They left the ship to pirates, not knowing the fate. The ship, uh, the ship is missing. The player uncomfortable with things is like, uh, y'all didn't even check on the ship when you got back. You're being rude. This is a consequence. Okay, so it just kind of happens, you know. Oh, here's a quest. One person wants to do it, but the rest of the party doesn't. I mean, I get that you don't like the fact that the party's doing some weird nude modeling thing, but I mean, I'm, like, that's not a reason to. The, I mean, it just happens. It happens yeah. at every party. Like, oh, we want to go here. Oh, I want to go here. You know, 
and go with the majority. You go with the flow. It happens. So let's hear more about the uh, the not the modeling job. Yay! Uh, the men take the nude modeling job, which she isn't comfortable with. With uh, which uh, she isn't comfortable with either. Fair. My character wasn't too, so I had mine and her character go to the market to hang out. The job turned out to be a Medusa lair <laughs> <laughs> that made us they didn't uh, have access to their armor and weapons. Yes. That, oh, that, that mm, props. Yep. Props. Yep, In fact, that, I'm, 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 I'm going to drink coffee on that. Yeah. I think I'm going to stop and drink a piece of coffee on the nudist job being a Medusa yes, lair. Yes, sir. I bet her sculptors <sighs> look so lifelike. Oh, yeah. God dang it. That was, that's actually uh, really. That's a really cool idea. Oh, that's, uh, it's a trap. <laughs> okay uh yeah so they didn't have access to their armor weapons not once did i describe anything sexual like you don't have to uh but i wanted to show them show them that they couldn't just jump off the things without thinking the player uh that was objecting wanted to go to the lighthouse and i had said multiple times that the lighthouse had no more info and they had pumped the well dry like i get they didn't i get that she didn't like that like like them what they were doing but i mean you didn't describe it they're they're modeling and i don't know it just i don't i don't see anything wrong with what you did there either no you know not really could it be better yeah i mean but you're new so it's fine yeah i mean like honestly learn, like learn from it i mean if they wanted to do that job and someone else wants to go somewhere that's a dead end like i don't i don't know what else you could i really don't yeah yep <laughs> So uh, she talked about having a DMPC earlier. So in order to take uh, to order to kind of take my character out of the game, uh, I made her a magical item that is attuned to a person like a genie. Okay, so the character is attuned. That's that's cool. Like pawns from a Dragon Age, not Dragon Age, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, really pawns, cool. Yeah, uh, she has no free will, making her a limited character. Right. So you, so you balanced out the party without having them. Yeah. That's yeah. Perfectly, perfectly fine. Uh, the player says she was uncomfortable with slavery, but I told her it was in the case of the story. And it had to be this way. Finally, she is a ranger who speaks with animals a lot. <laughs> I admit, this is a fault of mine. I was getting so exhausted with it. The animals just straight up afraid of weird things that come through. They don't have much info realistically, which is honest. Yep. I mean, animals, like unless like an army moves through or something like that, they can't give her finer details. That makes perfect sense. So the ranger rolled flow on a sneak. So the birds flew away. When she wanted to speak to animals, there wasn't any. Then she went searching for animal homes. And she couldn't find any. And she was upset. Right. Like, I get... Like... Yeah. Uh, like... Because here's the thing. Uh, some people have, like, a thing they do. And they just constantly do it. And I've I, yeah. I, I had to face that, too, as a DM. Oh, you yeah. Know? Same here. So I'm not even... I'm not even mad at you about that. Like... And it doesn't seem like these animals could help with the big general thing. Yeah. And, you know, there's animals have limited perspective. So, also, don't really see too big of a deal for what you did with that either. Um, yeah, no, it, it's it's totally fair. Yeah, so, I mean, so far, so good. Um, okay. Uh, but none of this, she's ever come to me and tell me she wants to, she now, she's never come to me about anything I've done. Now she wants to leave the campaign and doesn't like the direction the campaign is going. I'd like some advice on what I should do. Let her go. Let her go. <laughs> she don't want to be in your game no more. 
That's it. Mm. I mean, if she doesn't want to be in the game... The player didn't bother me anyway. anyway. There you go. <laughs> yes. No, uh, if they don't want to be in the game, I mean, you've, it sounds like you've done your best. Um, I would honestly say give it one more personal talk and say, look, if you don't like the game, you can leave. It's yeah. okay. I won't be offended. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the, the direction that it's going is, you know, it's what I want. It's what the other players want. And yeah. so you just, just be cordial, but... In a nice way, say, if you don't want to be here, leave. In yeah. a very nice way. Yeah, and I understand, like, maybe you guys got some playing history and you, you want you want to keep her in the group or whatever. But, like, appeasement appeasement is a slippery slope uh, when it comes to DMing. Because yeah. once you start to appease, then, like, sometimes players take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. And continue to want that appeasement. Um, as a player who's been in a game where a character's been appeased because they've been upset or not liked what's happened to them. Uh, it's really, it's really annoying as a player. Like it's just yeah. like, huh? Like you know, it, it's it's a little aggravating. Um, but like like I said, uh, especially like if she's not saying anything. Like I know D and D is full of a bunch of introverted people that have hard times doing social things. But you know, sometimes the DM you got to take the initiative and just have the conversation. Like you know, here's what's going on, and you know. As far as your storyline is going, like, I don't really see any real major problems with it. Um, like now you have all their, you have all their backgrounds now. So you're adding those in. Like, I don't, I don't, as far as your story goes, there's a bad guy. He has underlings. It seems like, seems like a, seems like a D and D campaign. Like, I yeah, don't, it's what it sounds like. And, and it's your story. Right. And you're going to tell it how you like. Obviously you want the players to have fun. Right. But you can't please everyone all of the time. Um, especially when it when, when it seems like they're not trying. And the thing is, is like, you know, people do dumb things. Yeah, okay, she didn't like the fact they went to go be male nudist models and there were two guys just having a joke about it. Yeah. But, I mean, not only did you not even, like, go into crazy detail, but you also made it of something really funny and really awesome. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I don't... Like, I don't see any faults in what you're doing so far. Actually, I would just honestly say just keep, you know, any DM who's had these kind of issues, just do the do the best you can and realize not every player is going to like what you do. Yep. Not every player is going to accept how you do things. Like, I literally was running a game one time and, uh, like, I had, a, I had a player, like, during character creation, like, we hadn't even started, and they're like, okay, so character creation, what are stats? And, like, I had so many people to tell. I was like, all right, listen, we're just going to do, like, an array. And it wasn't like D&D. I was like, we're just going to do an array. So you get these numbers, which were actually much higher. The array was much higher than your average rolls were. Yeah. And then they just were like, oh. Like, no. Like, come on, man. Like, you're just going to have things like that when people are just not going to be happy. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, like, you, you know. You work through it. And you'll learn how to work through it but more. Yeah, more. yeah. Just you know, get the dirt off your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You just gotta do it that way, you know. Sorry to quote Jay Z on it, but you gotta get that dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, like when us DMs, when we when we put these things together, like we we, we definitely put work in and it takes energy and it takes even for people who run things off the fly, they spend time, even subcon, like you know, you know, while they're driving something to, to formulate these plots and plans, and 
you know, as, as players, I feel like it's responsible. Like, I mean, enjoy ourselves, have a good time, but we're telling the story with the DM and always kind of going off the, off the hinges and just doing the wildest crap while temporarily fun does take a toll. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there also is a little bit of like, I feel like we maybe could do a video on player awareness kind of deal. Yeah. Cause like, I know we do a lot of like talk from the DM side. We should probably maybe like a little bit of a player thing. Maybe because I started off as a DM, like I never really had that that, that chance of just being like that kind of. Yeah. So I've always I'm always considerate about my DM and what story they're trying to tell, and I always want to be a part of that story, you know. Yeah. Instead of just always being obstinate, you know. So like, it only comes to mind because you mentioned like the whole thing with the ship and they didn't want to go. Yeah. Um. There are definitely ways to kind of edge it more in that direction, and then sometimes players are just being obstinate. You got to be like, guys, come on, like this is. This is the big arrow pointing that way. And yeah. It's flashing like blink, blink, blink. Like, you know, you're playing ghost and that is the way the wind blows. Yeah. Oh, that game is so good. It looks fantastic. But yes. Right. Let's not. There <clears throat> are ways to. Uh, this is not a game review. Definitely channel. ways to steer them in the right direction. Um, but those ways, there, there's so many. We can't just start rattling ideas off. We could. We could, we could, we could, we could go for a long time. Yeah, we could. We definitely could. Um, but, yeah, talk. And then if not, you know, there are so many people who are needing a game right now. I'm sure you can fill in that spot with no issue. And, you know, keep rolling and keep playing. Yep. And uh, don't feel like you have to do anything special because, um, you know, you're the, you're the best DM at your table when you're DMing. You know? Yep. Everybody's their best DM. So... You know, it's just one of those things where like people expect certain things out of us yeah. because of other things. It's just weird. It's super weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Well, you 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 learn to adapt and overcome. So this is also true. So okay, we're going to uh, now do another part. We do is we're going to pick a monster out of the monster manual, and we're going to set up encounter scenario with it. So let's do that. Okay, let me right. get the book. All right. Okay, you can do it. Fight the machine. I really should have had that on the table. I don't That's know why okay. I didn't have that on the table. That's okay. Let's see. I'm going to open up a random page. Oh, no. Well, what do we a have? A random page. Nah. Uh, let's see. What do we have? I opened up to a white dragon wormling. Okay, so we're just white dragons. Yep. White dragons. Oh, yeah. They're dragons. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, Ice Dragon. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> funny enough, uh, White Dragons are like some of the more feral ones out of the group. Oh, yeah. They're not really um, as as intelligent as the as their kin. Uh, yeah. Funny, like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know, uh, like, the whole nature behind it, but White Dragons are very kind of, they're, they're the most animal- yeah, they're all about survival, man. Um, and uh, but they are vengeful, so they're not as cunning as other dragons, but they're just as savage. Yeah. Um, and I guess they, uh, yeah, I guess they're loners for the most part. Uh, let's see here. White dragons avoid all other dragons except whites of the opposite sex. So that's it. Like they don't give a crap about other dragons unless yeah. they're trying to get down, mm-hmm. get busy. Which is, 
I mean, because like, uh, like green dragons are social, even you know, for the cryomatics. Yeah. Because I remember reading lore that green dragons will even uh, even take care of young of another color because they like tr- like young dragons are important to them. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, a white dragon, it would probably be in a lair. Like I need an item, and it's being guarded by a white dragon. Um, it's usually it seems like the kind of like place you would put you know a lore loot. Things yeah. like that nature. I mean, granted, realizing that um, their layers itself are going to be cold. Very. Tundra. So, yeah, you're going to be in the tundra. Um, Which you can then use that to kind of like to your advantage, too. Uh, yeah, you can definitely use that to your advantage. So, as far as an encounter is concerned, um, what are your thoughts, man? Okay. Uh, white dragon. All right. So, um, well, unfortunately, uh, they're going to have to do some climbing, some mountain climbing. Yep. Yep. They're going to be up there in a cold northern area. That or an ice shell. Like, maybe they had to, like, like animal snow dog it type Oh, place. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's um, like... Dog sledding type. Dog, yeah, right, 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 right. And so, like, it's uh, so it's a, it's just a white wasteland. So, pretty much like a desert that's cold. Because that's what... I mean, that's what they are. I mean, because essentially, like, do a white wasteland. They need some relic off there. And this dragon is essentially going to use this massive area to their advantage. So we're talking like until they can narrow it down or get to the horde, because you know they protect their horde. This dragon is going to terrorize them through the air until they can get somewhere where they can fight it. They have to figure like it'd be it'd be rough because I mean why wouldn't it take advantage and just just dive bomb and go back in the air unless they could figure out a way to like bring it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, if you look at, like, those kind of climates, like the tundra stuff, they're just open. They're massive open areas. And what would stop that thing from just blasting down on you? Oh, yeah. And then, like, flying off. And unless you can maybe get to its lair where its loot is that would threaten it, which would maybe be, like, a cavern of some sort, or, you know, that, I don't see it not taking advantage of its ability to fly. Yeah, because I know it's like sometimes when people do dragon fights, the dragons are barely in the air, but that's how they hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean that's I mean that that's my idea is just frozen tundra with a white dragon at the top, especially if I did like an older one, like an adult or something like that. Like I could do like a wormling or a young dragon, maybe just in a cave in like a cold northern area. Yeah, but if I'm doing an adult and I'm making it like a big encounter, you're gonna be out. In a tundra. Yeah. I mean, this is my... Um, one of my favorite things that I've been doing, uh, which I'll probably end up implementing, um, is uh, kobold cults, worshipping them. Um, and so what I would do is there there might be a villages being raided by kobolds um, and caravans being attacked by kobolds and these kobolds are bringing the lord, uh, the, 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 the loot or horde they get to a large statue that they're worshiping. Snow kobolds. Yeah, ice kobolds. Oh my man. god. Um, and With- so what? So what you could do is um, have them worshiping this statue, um, bringing it stuff and gifts and paying tribute to this white dragon god, um, and um, have like a jewel in it or something or something embedded in the dragon's chest, and they're all worshiping it. And the party can eventually hunt the kobolds down, find the cavern that they're worshipping in, and then 
somebody's going to notice that jewel. And if they take the jewel, because there's going to be a badass Dragonborn leading them. I like Dragonborn being in charge of, or half dragons being mm-hmm. in charge of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. like chosen ones. Um, and they're worshiping the statue. And... and as soon as they remove the jewel from the statue, um, the dragon wakes up from its slumber um, as it was trapped there by a hero of old. Um, and Ooh. removing the stone wakes it up. And now you have to fight the dragon to survive. Or leave oh, and try to fight it another time. That's rough. So that's rough. There, there's, there's, uh, a, so there, there's something I would do. Um, oh my just god! For fun. So like you saying that just made me think of this idea of just like the village is just one of those villages that's like um, like uh, the ports that are near like the ice tundra area. Yeah. So it's a little bit warmer because it's near the moving water and stuff like that. And they're getting raided by like the kobolds. But they're riding little, like, uh, they're on, like, little, like, snow drape drakes or whatever, like, frost drakes. Yeah. And they're being pulled. So imagine, like, they're coming in on the sleds and just chucking spears. Yeah. And then you got to chase them out there. Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds yes. fun. Well. That sounds really. Noted. <laughs> that sounds really. No, because, yeah, like, yeah. like, then, like, not only, because, like, you that makes not only the cobalt's an issue you have to deal with. The weather is something you have to deal with. Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, you know, they're used to it. So they're going to be all ready for it in a blizzard. They're going to be prepared. And now you're trying to venture out with, like, whatever creatures that are here available to you. And you're going to try to chase these guys down. And I can imagine, like, you trying to sleep. And they just kind of come in with these sleds pulled by these drakes. And they're just, why wouldn't they have, like, just one driving it and the others? With spears or arrows. Yes. And they're just like swarming you, firing on you. Heck yeah. Kind of deal as you're trying to make your way through. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah I like that a lot. Yeah, all right. So Actually, we came up with something there. Oh, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Feel free to use this idea, folks, if you but, want. Yeah, <laughs> also bouncing your ideas off of people is is also really great. It super helps. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's, it's, it's also a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so there we go. We did white dragons. I gotta do a. I haven't done a thing in like a tundra. Like I've done deserts, but I've never done like a frozen tundra type yeah, setting. Yeah. Especially if you look at some of these layer actions, um, the chili are not layer actions. Uh, uh, regional effects. Um, so like, it would get colder. There'd be a fog obscuring everywhere. Ice walls block off certain areas to the dungeon that you you know that you can't get to until um, it, oh, it gets goodness. handled. Uh like you could you could uh, you could even put like the oh remnants of like a like what if the dragon's like laying in an old frost giant fortress just atop of it's broken and it just sleeps on top. And ah, uh, you know what? An ancient giant might have trapped it there mm-hmm. in a battle. Mm-hmm. Or like the frost, the frost giants of that area fought it, defeated it, and trapped it. Yeah, like they couldn't kill it because they were they had suffered so much. Yeah. But like a like their shaman, yeah, like trapped it, and then that would make a whole ice palace you could have, like a whole ice keep, a yep. giant ice keep that you'd have to go because now it's woken up in this old keep. Like, what if the whole keep was just encased in mountain ice and snow? And once the dragon woke, it just all broke down to the ground. Yeah. And now you can... Oh, I thought that was a hill or a mountain. Nah, it's a keep. Because the dragon just woke up. So all of the ice just falls yeah. to the ground. There we go. And now it's just... Oh, this ancient 
giant keep is there. Oh my goodness! So, a lot of good ideas. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see. Oh man, I really want to. I want to yeah. do that now. I think God, I'll dude. do that for. Yep. But yo, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. We could just keep going. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, I really, up, we could. I really like that because I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about the fact that you could play frost giants in there. And yeah. Stuff. And there's a lot of other creatures you can add in because yeah. um, even if you don't want the do the white dragon as a solo because you know how solo encounters can go can there go are frost well. salamanders there are frost salamanders mm-hmm. um, lord you can use dragonborn mm-hmm. with levels you could even use uh, you can like like take like a rock elemental and just ice it make it an ice elemental instead there it is or you could even uh, goodness like the and all of these things can be powered by the dragons might. yeah oh, or like uh, ice mythics and they're really weak, and give them like a little like two d six oh death explosion and a burst of one. So like they're just flying over doing a little mini ice breath, but when they die, they pop for like a d six or two. Yeah, and that would constantly just kind of hammer at a really big party. Like I would, I would do that for a really high power party, like a really high power oh, party. Yeah. You could literally do stuff like that to weather them down. That sounds fun. Yeah. Because uh, they have more frost giant stuff in um, uh, that Volos. Volos has more of them in there too. Uh, it's Volos. Okay. Volos has all the different giants in different versions of them. They got like the uh, dreadnoughts and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. I think we covered that. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Nick. Um, how was the coffee today? It was good. It was good. I'm going to give it an 18. Okay. I had that Reese's, uh, um, we like candy creamer. creamer candy creamer is the best. We're a bunch of babies who don't, who like to drink with sweetness in our coffees. Um, this was, cause I want it to taste good. Yeah. <laughs> this was, uh, this was, um, not mid cafe. Jesus. It was, uh, it was coffee mate something. I don't know. I bought it at the dollar store. It's it was a coffee. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's coffee. Cheap stuff. coffee. We we got cheap coffee, and then we made it better with good creamer. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm also going to give this coffee a 17, um, because I liked it. It was good. It was good yep. stuff. So uh, continue to listen. Continue to like us. Continue to spread us around. We're trying to do some more things. Uh, got a lot of stuff in the works. Um. That you'll be hearing about soon. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm getting slowly better at all this audio crap. And uh, just keep posted on the social media and all that good stuff. Uh, make sure you guys are being safe while you're gaming. First and foremost. Yep. Have some fun. And remember, the quest never ends. Unless you TPK. And then you make new characters. There it is. And then the quest never ends. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at 9029. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World 9029. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.